Hello again, listeners, subscribers, followers, viewers. Um, the blind person who's getting a transcript of this? No, I'm not sure how that works. But everybody who is joining us on this fine day, with you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm your co-host, Eni. Thank you for joining us on the Odo's Toes podcast. And I just want to go back to just a blind person. Like, what you- yeah, I did kind of <laughs> no because we're a podcast. Blind people would be listening. I'm not sure why they would be like having some sort of transcript. I don't know where I was going. Sometimes I'm on. Sometimes I'm <laughs> maybe, off. You know what? I think I'm getting there. some. Uh, I might be getting some secondhand remotely. Um, right? Are you contact from, from high? Because <laughs> contact high, even though she's only just rolling. So, joining us from uh, the greater Boston area, uh, let's see, you might know her as Georgia Peach, you might know her as Stony Baloney, you might know her as Harry Twatter. I'm pretty sure I've known her under three other screen names prior to those, because I've been following her for a while. Um, I would have wanted to say friends with her for a while, hopefully friends after yeah. this. We're just going to call her Stony because it's easy and because she's got a freaking joint in her hand, which is legal. <laughs> welcome to the show hi guys thank hi, you well, for having me thank you so much for for joining us i know that it's a fucking holiday weekend it's your i mean by the time people listen to this it would have just passed but still um you know it's it's a busy time people's time is is very valuable and you're fucking awesome so i'm thrilled that you're on thank you i'm thrilled to be here so I, um, you know, mostly we're an audio podcast um, and we always give our guests the option, like, do you want to do audio or, or video? And I find that video you can, uh, of course, it's more popular because people want to see you, but also like you can tell people's expressions and things like that. Exactly. And today, I'm so grateful that we're doing video because you are the most adorable little cow I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Uh, in the history of podcasting, I don't know that anyone has ever shown up as a guest as a sexy cow before, at least definitely in the history of our podcast. So well, I like to be the first, man. <laughs> moo, 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 moo. Sexy cow, you know? Sexy cow. Yeah. All right the on. We get all the milk. Yes, please give me all the milk. <laughs> oh my god, uh, is that is that the episode that is that going to be the episode title, the sexy cow episode? <laughs> milk it, <laughs> milk it. I like it. All right. So when Annie told me that she had reached out to you and you had decided to come on the show, I'm like, oh my god, I've been following Stony since it, like the day I got on Instagram. We're talking what, probably in the seven years range. I don't know how long yep. you've been involved in the foot fetish community before that, but you're definitely in my book, you're OG, which I think says a lot because a lot of people think I'm pretty OG. Yeah, More importantly, definitely. we know everybody together. Like, you've You've worked with my friend Glamazon Nicole, who I've actually worked with. I've shot with her a couple times. You I know, love her. She's she's awesome. She's amazing. I didn't realize you were as local to me as you are. I mean, a little bit of a distance, but not insurmountable. Not like going out to Texas to see any. Right. <laughs> I know. But, like, um, you, I saw her um, 
her page and I you know we all go through so many pages we we every fucking episode we say this right like we all go through so many pages because we keep getting deleted let me define the people that we were following and by this time they also have pages and backup pages and before you know it like I don't know like I just lose track of everybody so there was one page that I was like stupidly not following from my other page like I was following yep. from my out from the other and then I just saw a post of you with Yosa and I was like oh my god I haven't seen or heard of her in so long but I loved her she's hilarious I miss her that was my girl uh, We're, we've been in it for a long time like I joined Instagram in what like 2012 I got my first page um and that's like probably 10 pages ago at this point <laughs> Because they hate us. They hate us. They can't stand all this gorgeousness. And I see the most vulgar shit on Instagram. So I don't really understand. But yeah, like, how do we how do certain people get selected? Right? Because me, I'm like, super fucking PG. Like, super fucking pg uh, even my my captions and my hashtags and things like that are like i don't even do fetish hashtags and still i yeah. get to but then you know the next girl rolls around and she's got like pussy lips hanging out and that's sexy as fuck but you know how come she gets to show pussy lips and i don't get to show my toes <laughs> yeah that i mean is. like it's ridiculous it really is it's Zuckerberg like I think has like a foot phobia and that he literally like probably skeeves feet and he just hates sex workers in general so you put all of that together and you know that stuff gets we get it all fucking lumped into all that shit yet there's pedo pages that I know that I've reported like a hundred million times and they stay up I, I don't get it it's like he just, just hates on one and doesn't hate on the other. We just like, had, um, like, I just had, like, a mini meltdown a couple days ago because it came across this page where they were taping kids' mouths, and that was, the like, taping, you know, and they were, they, their, their hashtags, like, their title was, like, sexy under it, and I was like, oh, for sure this bitch is gonna go down, and we yeah. reported all of us reported we reported the comments we reported the picture we reported the caption the page everything and no apparently no. it does not it's, violate it's still there and then i just oh. drop i drop a, a couple posts given to us by one of our former guests there's a half a nip slip i mean it's barely areola bam gone so yeah there's there's no rules disgusting but we're we're well known as being the podcast who has a love-hate relationship with instagram but that's yeah. negative We've got the cutest little cow here that we want to talk to. So let's bring this back around to Stoney, please. Yeah. Right, so 2012, that's, it's been 10 years. You really are like fucking OG, right? So she's got a few, she was on a few years before I was. So I know that for sure yours were one of the first pages that I followed. Um, what for you, so, so, so many questions, right? So first, like, like, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your page, how you got started, and then we'll get into a little bit more after that. Okay. Well, I am 39, no kids. Um, I live with my boyfriend. Um, I'm a mass. 
I do pretty fucking boring vanilla work for my day job. And, you know, I like to spice things up and shit. Um, I got into fetish probably right out of high school. I worked in a dungeon for a number of years. Um, so I'm like familiar to all things fetish. Um, and I like, you know, yeah, I did foot play in that, um, but like never really thought like, hey, I should make a page out of it. And I got my first Instagram and I posted a picture of a pedicure I got. And like it, the instant response was like absolutely insane. And yeah. I got like bombarded with a bunch of people that asked me to, you know, make a foot page. And I love my feet being played with anyway. So I was like, why the so, fuck not? <laughs> un- unlike everybody else who's told us this story, because a lot of people kind of have the same experience. They do the one, I'm showing off my pedicure, I got my feet up at the beach on their vanilla Instagram, and suddenly the fetish just come out of the woodwork. But unlike anyone else who's told me that story, you were already part of the fetish community. So when right. you get the foot fetish just jumping out, you're like, oh yeah, I know those guys. Th- those guys are cool. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Like, you know, like I, I know what I'm dealing with. I can fucking totally do this, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean like for the, I had like my, my pages were doing so good. Like I was fucking killing it for a oh, long yeah. time. And, well, you know? and even up to 16, 17, 18 before FOSTA-SESTA legislation, we could, you know, pages yeah. were getting to the hundreds of thousands or millions just doing, you know, PG, PG-13 fetish stuff on Instagram was perfectly valid. Exactly. And now, unfortunately, it's illegal. And oddly, that reminds me of a, a different concept. You said you were in the dungeon scene. Now, you yes. also just said you're in Massachusetts. And I got a little bit of regional knowledge. You're in my backyard now. The dungeon scene is completely illegal under Massachusetts law. Oh, it is. Completely. completely. So were you, not, were you living in a different state at the time or coming down to Connecticut or... No, uh, it was uh, Rhode Island a lot. Gotcha. Okay. You I know. probably know the club, and unfortunately, I don't think it belie- it survives COVID. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I also did like private, a lot of uh, private stuff. And I lived in Jersey, so, you know, Philadelphia and places like that, like, as well. So, you know, I've been all over the place. Yeah. How, did you, how did you get into the dungeon world? I mean, that's a, like, right out of high school, I wasn't thinking, you know, um, like, let me just get into this world in this dungeon. You know what I mean? Like, how did that happen for you? Um, I am a very kinky, openly sexual person and um, just thought that that would be like a good fit for me to get to do what I want, you know, make good money. Um, I did like, you know, like I was like much thinner, like, you know, straight, you know, straight out of high school. So I had a lot of, a lot of angsty, like, you know, pent up feelings that I got to release on like a daily (laughs) basis. It was awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Um, do you have any um, favorite dungeon stories? Favorite dungeon stories? Yeah. Um, 
let's back it up a little bit. When you got into the dungeon scene, did you um, immediately start topping or were you uh, bottom for stuff for a while or where did that, how did that start off? Oh, it was um, mostly topping at that time. Um, I've developed being more of a switch, like now that I'm like older, um, I was very much dominant when I was younger, like full on dominant, especially when it came to men. Um, so backwards top right Hmm? like usually like people that are fetishy they kind of start off being um submissive or bottoms and then you know eventually they kind of feel like no it's more i want to do more powerful things i want to do top i want to do dom thing no i think a lot of people come into the the a lot of people come into their fetish world with their own opinion that maybe doesn't change over the time, but a lot of people get into the, uh, the formal dungeon scene, a little, you know, the, the high protocol we've discussed where a lot of the establishments want you to start at the bottom and work up. So it was just curious, um, you know, where that started, but. Yeah, I actually, you know, I had it in good with the, one of the girls that ran the place. So, you know, I got to, I got to come in how I wanted to. That's awesome. Always helps to know people. It does. It does. Well, yeah, but also I'm sure that she recognized something. I'm sure she saw something in you that wasn't, you know, uh, that that was valuable. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, because they don't just let just anybody into those places. So correct. So what was your uh, specialty, your claim to fame, your, the, the big thing in your repertoire that was uh, you in, when you were uh, doing Dungeon Dominatrix? A lot of uh, strap-on play and a little bit of, uh, you know, flogging, you know, caning, things like that. Um, that was uh, more good old my, Rhode Island you know, where you can actually fuck in a club. Yeah. So I did a lot of pegging, lots and lots of pegging. Worked my abs a lot. (laughs) Back when I had them. (laughs) What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing? Or what was, I guess, it was. And then now, what's your favorite? Well, um, then I really uh, enjoyed inflicting pain. And now I really enjoy kind of like, I inflict pain and then it's like a a reward like afterwards like I rub and it's a lot it's more sensual now as opposed to like utilitarian like just mean dominatrix like now I'm a little bit more sensual with it I'm a little bit more cognizant of uh you know people's feelings and when too much is too much because you never want to damage somebody and when I was younger I didn't really give a shit I'm wondering if, because I'm noticing this change, and we're probably playing in some of the same areas in the same era, and yeah, you go back 15 years, and everything seemed harsh and very, very uh, S&M, very, you know, brutal sadist tops, and now I'm noticing uh, a lot of sort of the mommy dom, daddy dom, uh, some sensation play stuff that I really enjoy, but you yes. know, a lot, a bigger, um, a 
a bigger point on aftercare or even aftercare as really part of the scene. And is it that we're getting older or is it the scenes changing or is this a great mystery of the universe? Uh, I think it's just evolution. Like, you know, people don't necessarily, like, you know, everybody gets to see what they want now. It's not like you had to, if you wanted to watch, you know, fetish stuff, it all had to be that hard stuff because that's all they were making. And now I feel like it's just more opened up and people are just more accepting of fetish in general. You know, they're curious and it makes it awesome because there's so many ways it could go. It doesn't always have to be like wham, 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 like real hard. Like it can be sensual. Right. Yeah. It's, I, I think that it is, it's definitely, um, I mean, evolution because I think as a society now we're more aware um, that it um, more and less like things get, are good and bad you know but um, in this situation I think yeah I think we're more um, sensitive to people's feelings and that's just this generation in, in general so mm-hmm. it happens to be that you know it works for us I mean it's good yeah I think there's a good recognition now also of the um, the SNM BDSM community as something with therapeutic value and i think a lot of your tops and and doms are are recognizing some of the the wiser ones are recognizing that you know there is that there's reasons on the backside where people are seeking this and correct that they're connecting with people and then of course there's also just a lot more hi we're a couple and we're being kinky in the bedroom we love each other we're putting this out to people thanks to being more of a social media and less of a constructed built website recorded porn kind of world correct correct yeah. you don't have to just watch leather bound fucking you know hard guys fucking you know having a girl all tied up and it just be like something that's completely like sadist and not yeah. it's, you know it's 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 can be pleasing to the eye but they don't make it like so that it's actually pleasurable for the partner and it might actually be doing damage because you gotta you gotta figure like people are fucked up right Mm. they have all these experiences and all these traumas that make them like what they like it is what it is you know and you can't just destroy 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 because that's that's not helping either you gotta do it in a way that is conducive like to all parties because you inflicting just massive amounts of pain and not actually having any empathy for what you're doing it's taxing right it's completely taxing like you gotta you gotta give and you have to also just like you know 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 that there's limits you never want somebody like to go out and like hurt themselves over some experience that you were having because you went just too far with it. Right. Yeah. You so, know. So these days, um, is more of your fetishy kind of stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not in the dungeon anymore. But is it more like for personal, like as a lifestyle? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I like to go out and have fun, like, and I go to clubs, and I still like, you know, get my whips out and, 
you know, get to, you know, flag beautiful women and stuff like that. And, you know, I uh, get a little submissive, you know, with my girls and, and I have a lot of fun. It's like, you know, just more of a lifestyle than a job. Yeah. Or, or both, yeah. I mean, both, it's nice that you, you know, you get to make money of it. What's the, what kind of requ- request do you get the most? Do you think? Uh, auntie or mommy, um, like JOI clips. <laughs> it's constant like mom and auntie I'm always somebody's mommy or auntie I mean when you get those like great you get this great bosom that you can just like cradle people in so yeah <laughs> no this is a freaking bra girl don't don't be deceived they're not really there there's not a big great bosom but I am a warm like gentle like teddy bear type you know, I'm soft. <laughs> I mean, this little cow outfit, like, I definitely, you know, want some milk. I... <laughs> milk me, any. Open um, invitation. So, um, well, shit, you've got, you, you know, like, I, so you're way across the country. Like, I just need to move to the East Coast, I think. But then I'd be leaving all my people here. No, this is I just I just need to find the a weather's there is amazing. So just stay where you're at because the weather oh. is like it's <laughs> nice now, but it's gonna suck in a couple months. Yeah, but uh, I was just where she is, and uh, it was already the equivalent of our July, and it was getting really hot, and it's only gonna get hotter. So it is. Well, then after you left uh, Top Lake, a couple days later, there was like severe thunderstorms. Oh, and yeah, and then yeah. I brought your weather up here, and we had some 90-degree days up here just yes, after we back. And yeah. <laughs> In May, that's absolutely insane for New England. Absolutely. But they always say of New England, don't let the weather wait five minutes. That's right. You are correct. So, so this no, isn't right. all those toes. It's all those, oh, that, or, pardon me, this is oh, that, oh, those toes, not oh, that weather. God, I can't speak today. We always um, weather though <laughs> we, we somehow do we do like a little bit of wet talking about the weather it's uh it's what they call polite casual conversation but i want to i want to go back to uh 12 2012 yeah and so um you know whatever whatever the vanilla identif- identifier for stony is gets some foot compliments and jumps into the foot fetish world because well she's already been part of the kink world and and starts her her fetishy identity in social media. Now, did Correct. you um, did you stay feet there, or would you consider your social media presence just general kink, or where where are you at with that? It's been mostly feet. Um, you know, I do do dumb stuff, but like on my pages is mostly feet and booty because that seems to get the most um, views. Uh, always has kind of gotten the most views and in the last couple years I've been doing more like modeling and like publications and like you know trying to have some stuff that like I can remember this whole like chapter of my life by Um, so that's really what I've been doing now well was doing last year until I broke my tailbone well I mean you do have a lot of and we're definitely going to address I'm not bypassing that, but well, you do have a lot of very, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for top like very artistic like almost well I mean you did have a, a magazine spread didn't you I have um 10 different publications I've been in I was in uh, last year in print or, or print or a main main title internet or combinations uh, in print in print and yeah. and like you know obviously on the internet um so yeah yeah everybody's I've been got in a, an internet of course uh part to their print these days but yeah, you know, yeah like print's all, not quite dead all of her um at least a lot of the content that i um that i see is just absolutely i mean and you work obviously with many different photographers but it's just they look like they all look like magazine spreads. They're absolutely beautiful and artistic and sexy, but not in this, like, I can't even describe it. I can't describe it. Like, it's just, really, um, it's really nice to look at, like, not just masturbation material. It's just really nice to, to see it. It's very beautiful. Yeah. It's I've been like really trying to like, like send my content to the next level. Cause I have like a shit ton of ideas. And like, if I showed you my closet, like it's, it's craziness. The amount of stuff I have for like ideas that I haven't even worn yet is just insane. I kind of have a problem. So I'm like really trying to get back to where like I'm comfortable. Cause like my butt's hurting right now from sitting on the bed. Um, I'm like trying to get where I'm comfortable again. So that, cause you know, a lot of our content for a foot fetish is done on the ass. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Nope. Yeah. People it's don't so... realize how much being now on the photographer end of things, people don't have a concept of how much body torture we can put a model through to get angles and positions. And yeah, you know, you're talking about the, just the pain of literally sitting in a sitting position, but Correct. you know, you've got to, you can almost be a contortionist to do some of the stuff to really get it to capture right. That's correct. You know. Um, tell us about your adventure and how you ended up breaking your poor little tail. So I went to Puerto Rico for my birthday. Um, you know, because why stay in New England? Missed that friggin' crazy uh, storm that came in. We're the last flight out of uh, Logan. Had a wonderful first uh, first four days, five days, and then we go on this excursion to LUK. It's absolutely gorgeous. We're hiking through the rainforest, and we come up to a cliff jump. And the first jump was the one that was not on camera, and we were like thirty five feet up on this like really sketchy like little edge. And you couldn't get back down. So I get to the edge and I like hesitated and I was like, oh shit. And had to back up. And the guy's like, that's the only way down. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, pencil your legs. So I'm thinking pencil, 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 pencil. And instead of my legs going this way, they went this way. So I like crashed the water in sitting position. Oh my gosh. Yeah, nobody... Yeah. Nobody ever thinks that water, you know, water is liquid, but uh, at terminal velocity, water is about as hard as concrete. Yeah. And it happened so quick, like that there was no time to correct my legs. And I was going so fast that my, that's why my legs flew out in front of me. And from 35 feet, it was like sitting on concrete that fast. And 
uh, you know, the next two days, my ass hurt. My ass hurt right away. I, I was going to, I know that you had said that you didn't, you didn't even realize that it was so damaged. No, no. So I, I hit the water and I was like, ah. it came out and everybody was like, ooh, like, cause they knew that that was, it was a bad landing. And I went about my day. We finished the hike. We went and had drinks. And I had to drive. I, I drove, you know, the rental cars in my name. So I drove the whole weekend and we we went home and I like could not sit on the couch. I was like laying on the floor on a pillow. Like Yeah, down. now now you're in a rental car, probably not uh, the newest of cars on those terrible Puerto Rican roads full of potholes. Bang, bang, yep. bang, bang, bang on this already fractured tailbone. Yep. And then two more days of driving around. We went to Aguadilla, which was like on the other side of the island, because I wanted to drive all the way around the island. And it's like a six hour drive. And so like I was complaining the entire drive. <laughs> and oh the ride home, I was crying on that friggin' airplane being in the airport and like in the airplane for like so much time I was just so spent and there was like an ice storm the day that the day before we landed it was freaking awful um and yeah it was so bad <laughs> it was literally in tears and then it's not it doesn't even end when you get up to the tarmac because you already said you're you're south of Boston and I know quite well Logan's a good hour north of Boston with traffic yeah. Yeah, you're coming down 93 and dying. Dying, dying. You know, and I was with somebody that didn't really know, how, doesn't really know how to drive Boston like that. So the person that picked us up and oh. it, it was just like, it was like, please get me home. Just get me home. Um, yeah, and it's been like a, like, it's been what? We're about to hit June. It's been four months and I still have an active fracture back there. Ow. So, so this is affecting your, your finish work. This is affecting yep. your day job too. Yeah. I stand now instead of sitting. I'm a, I, I do medical billing. So. So thank I, God for the very desk. Yeah. Thank God for the standing desk because if not, well, I, I was going crazy. I was like hunched over at my desk, like, it just wasn't working. So thank God they got me that. And uh, I literally stand for probably say 10 or 12 hours because I just can't sit for too long. This, this makes us want to thank you even more for, for uh, sitting. Usually we say sitting down with us and we don't mean it quite so literally. Yeah, because look, she's like, you know, she's dressed to the we just got a great Shit. view and uh, to go along with it and ow. What? Yeah, she's like, ow. <laughs> I feel bad. So for those of you watching, really enjoy these souls views because they come at a price. Yeah. I'm about to start shaking. Like, uh... um, Aren't you, um, I mean, I'm so glad that you smoke because <laughs> and I hope it helps. <laughs> I mean, really. It does. It does. I could be. I'd be crazy without my my weed. For anybody that knows me knows that I'm all about the weed all the time. So yep. always and, have uh, been. 
in the region, Massachusetts went legal before just about anyone else. They were uh, a lot wiser than most surrounding states. Yeah. Um, Yes, I love it. Yeah, as this is a nationally and internationally played podcast, it's just uh, got to cover our butt a tiny bit. This episode (laughs) is a lot about butts, but broken butts and covered butts, but you know, uh, as I sit here and have a beer, which is perfectly legal just about everywhere, and you sit here and have a joint, which is just as legal where you are. Correct. <laughs> you know, I have water and a yogurt in front of me. <laughs> right, because that's all that's legal in Texas, unless you eat it out of cowboy hat. No, I do have my shot <laughs> here, so. <laughs> uh, I'm missing the Lone Stars, though. That's like that was my takeaway. I was like, ah. Oh. No. There's some good beers up here, but I just I got a taste for that one. Well, that just means you'll have to come back, or maybe I'll just bring you some when I go over there. So if you're kind of close, you know, like maybe I maybe I just need to do like this country tour and go see all these my favorite people, and I'm I, I'm gonna add Stony to that list for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think when you get to the tri-state slash New England section, um, you know when you see me we can we can gather a lot of people from this region this there's they're kind of three hotbed regions in the country you know you're you're tight northeast you're southern california maybe there's a smaller northern california region and then the, this texas region i think those are probably the biggest three so you've been up here i've been down there i think you know no offense to stony but i think maybe we need to get out west together but hey, I think so the, I've never uh, been. I've never been out west. Well, that's the other thing, you know. For for the for our friends of ours who for whom traveling is no big deal, and I think we can include Stony in that group. You travel a lot, don't you? Not really, actually. Like I go on oh, a couple oh, vacations. You, I have a so couple. Good that you, you're so good that you bring people like uh, Wonderfeet Woman to you. She came all the way from Vegas. Yes, to come to you. Yes. Oh my gosh, that I was love Jamie. Um, I don't know. I know little little Ms. Unique comes out to the Boston area enough. I don't know if you know her or have ever worked with her. As I said, you worked with my friend Nicole, which uh, you know that was freaking awesome. Um, And now I know that like maybe I can uh, just call the both of you and say, "What are we doing? What weekend are we getting together?" Because that's not a big drive for any of us. No, she's she's about an hour and a half from me. Yeah, I think I think we're sort of equidistant on her. Like her place would be a place to a central point between you and I. Yeah, yeah the big drive for Stony right now. So you guys have to go to her right now. Kind well, of, that's yeah. true too. Yeah, everything's Take a big drive, drive when you literally busted your butt. That's right. Hey, so bringing it back a little, you were like, "Oh, let's bring it back to 2012." I totally did not think that that's where you were going. I thought you were going to say. Let's bring it back to these nylons on camera because right then she's put her beautiful feet on camera and they're all nylon. And yeah. I was like, Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to uh, trying to keep it to something where really we're not doing the episode that says, but I'm realizing I kind of like we're doing the episode that says, listen to us now and then go watch it again, you right? Know? <laughs> yeah, we got this is a podcast and we want everything to make sense uh, in an audio format. But when uh, we've got beautiful nylon soles on camera with a little toe spread going on there. Uh, toe spread. Look at that. 
Now she's got her toes look really long right now, and um, but they don't come across as too terribly long on camera. Well, so let's get the uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is not a, a professional shoot. This is just you know a static camera, and uh, there's a lot of uh, perspective distortion here. But let's right. get the answer. What's what shoe size? Uh, eight and a half. Well, actually, they're two different sizes. One is an eight. One's an eight and a half. Your your feet yeah. are two different. Yeah, yeah, they're literally like if you look, my my right foot is smaller. You can see it. Ah, oh, that's so different. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're literally two sizes. I have a small foot and a big foot. Yeah, um, I mean, no one's body is completely symmetrical, but that might be a little on the extreme <laughs> side of oh, it's like a whole half size. Yeah, yeah. Whole half size. That's that's pretty different. Yeah. Um, do, do you have smelly feet? And I'm only asking because right now I, I've been working out and I'm in my gym shoes and wearing socks that I've been working on for a few days. And these fuckers are still not fucking as smelly as I would oh, want them. My feet are disgusting as far as the smell goes. Like, they are gross. Um, I sweat constantly, like, all day long. My feet are never cold. They're always, like, sweaty and clammy and... Yeah, I fuck shoes up quick with a quickness. I wear no socks. Give me, give me like six months, and they're like vomit worthy. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Because of that, do you find you do you sell worn items? Does that uh, part of your bread and butter? Or yeah, I sell worn items. It's just like my man does not like stinky feet, so like they're expensive when I do them because you know he has to he's the one that has to fucking bear with them so it has to be worth his while right yeah because because you're not it's not just about getting them dirty and stinking you have to sacrifice you know a, a couple of other things so yeah for sure like you know he's not into that so like it's not like he can go put my feet in his face after fucking taking you know yeah. these socks <laughs> off and, and then I have like... to hide them somewhere in the house so that, like, you know, he can't smell them because he's, like, <laughs> super, like, he's got, like, one of those fucking, like, a dog sniffer, man. He can, like, sniff them out. He'll be like, what the fuck? It smells like vinegar and cheese in here. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And where are they? I can fucking smell them. You're, like, got him wrapped up and double wrapped up underneath the drawers and Doesn't shit. matter. Doesn't and matter. Snuff them straight out. I smell rotten. Where is it? <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking gross, Georgia. What the fuck? Like, oh. You do say, you know, I can't put my feet in his face. So he is into feet? Uh, not. He's in the feet because I am in the feet. So, like, he'll do, like, you know, he likes them in his face. Other than that, he'll take a foot job. But other than that, like, that's that's not his his kink. He's he probably is just kinky, so he'll do he'll deal with them and mess with them, but it's not something that like a foot's gonna turn him on, right? Correct. Yeah, this okay. is correct. Yeah. Well, my my guy is into feet for sure, but he does not like stinky feet. He likes a, a foot smell, like a natural smell, you know, like just like he likes to smell like you know in between my boobs, in between my legs, like what like a natural woman smell for sure. Yeah. But, but he does not like stinky feet either, like that, yeah. like like terribly bad, awful smelling feet. Yeah, for um, him, it's a big turn off. 
like huge turnoff. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not he's not foot feet are not his fetish. The smell's not his fetish, so correct. Yeah. But he is um he is kinky and fetishy. Mm-hmm. Imagine he'd have to be. Um yeah. how, long, how long have you guys been together? Uh we have been together for seven years. Yeah. That's a that's a nice long time. And he's okay. and he's good and comfortable with um you know, your public displays of fetish and all of that? I oh, mean- yeah. Yeah, like, first of all, when we met, it was, I said, you know, this is this is what I do. This is who I am. And you accept me and all of this. Or there's the door. Um, right. There's no continuing that if they're not going to accept you. Right. You gotta, you have to accept me for who I am. And like, you know, he gets turned on by it and yeah, it's, it's, he loves it. He loves what I do. Awesome. I love I mean, it. He, that's part of his kink, you know? So one of the things that I, um, that I think a lot of the new people deal with, like new models, um, in any kind of fetish is their relationships, right? Like how do they deal with like the jealous boyfriend or like when they start dating and they have to tell people this is what I do and you have to accept it so what do you have any kind of advice that you can give someone on dealing with that kind of you know well I say if they're jealous like that and they're not like you know fully like inside you know not like now that I'm high and probably fucking like anyway <laughs> they have to be comf- they have to be comfortable with themselves right they can't hate themselves they can't have like all of this hate they can't be jealous I say if you have a jealous man like leave because the, the boyfriend before this one was like the absolute worst he was like a, a terrorist an emotional terrorist um and I dealt with that for like also, I was with him for seven years um, and had to literally run up to New England to get away from it. So if you see jealousy, that's a red flag. And don't even deal with that shit, like, because life is too short right. to just throw time away. Um, I also say just be yourself and, you know, like, show them your pictures and, you know, explain why it is you do what you do and you know why it is that it's important to you and you gotta just let people make up their own mind and if they're not down with your lifestyle you don't need to conform to please anybody else right yeah I like that that's good advice I'm only asking because somebody um uh recently um assumed that my husband and I were poly and I was like no like we're not we're not poly and there's I mean uh top toes is poly so I mean, well we're yeah perfect. top toes is poly and I think half the uh, half our audience assumes we're fucking you and I so therefore I, I think you assume you're poly too right so like he came to visit you know and people were like like I got messages like, so when are you going to go live and when is he going to be sucking your, your feet or doing this or doing that? And I was like, 
first of all, even if we were doing that, I'm not going to put on a live show for you just to fucking put on a live show, right? And second of all, we're not. This is my best friend. Like, but um, but yeah, no people, you know, people assume that because we show or we do um, that we're in a poly relationship, right? And so I told this person, like, no, my we're not poly. Like, we're not. We don't date other people, and um, you know, none of that stuff. And they were like, well, if, but, but you're married. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, yeah, but so then, so then he doesn't get mad. He doesn't get jealous that all these men are giving you attention or that you're showing this or that you're showing that. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't understand that concept. So I, I try to give this person who's, she's kind of new. And I try to give her like some kind of advice because she was going on about how dealing with the partner is difficult when you do this so the partner wants her to make money and and does get a little bit turned on but then he gets really jealous about it and I'm like yeah you know how to deal with that because I don't have that problem so it's you know it's 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 hard you know but yeah I think I think what you're what you're saying about you know dealing with extreme jealousy I don't think that's healthy at all so no if if that's like if that's one of the traits he's displaying run (laughs) run because it usually only gets worse um and women get killed every day by men that are extremely jealous and it goes too far so I say just run um there's no time like today get yourself out of the situation and even if it happens to be a money thing there are places that you can go and you know there's women's shelters and there's like non-disclosed shit and like no here in mass they have laws against them you know letting them know where the their you know ex-partner is or whatever so i say get the fuck out because it really never ends well and it'll get worse it always does. They don't get better. They'll say they'll, they want to get better and they'll beg and plead and the old babies, I'll never do that again, but um, they will. <laughs> so what, so really. what um, your, the relationship that you're in, that you were in before to, to now must be completely different. Um, completely. Yeah. Um, how what kind of change did you see in yourself because you've been doing this for a long time so you were probably doing it at some point while you were in your last relationship right um I mean no not really like I had just like you know became absorbed with him and like you know I wanted to fix him I had this like fucking weirdness I was working through in my own shit and we went that we women do that for sure (laughs) um at the end I was like waking up and I was like looking at him like thinking just really bad things of doing bad things to him and I said I gotta just get the fuck out of here like I wanted to just like I didn't know how to get out of it and I just moved like four states away and came up here to Massachusetts and like you know started working on myself because there was obviously a reason like that like I didn't love myself enough to like realize that I needed to like get the fuck out of there 
I love how um, positive you are now. I mean, I, obviously, I don't know then, but I you just exude body positivity and support, and I just love that. I love that energy. That's awesome. You know, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the way it's supposed to be. I, I would like to. I'd Absolutely. rather build people up than put people down. There, there are so many people I've met in this community who getting into, uh, you know, being a photographic model for fetish work has given them the sense of body positivity and, and self that they were lacking. And then it gets to, you know, when the people in this community support each other. There's a lot of jealous bitches out there who are just trying oh, yeah. to care, who believe the only way to the top is on the backs of others or that tearing down people is just eliminating the competition so they get everybody... Well, you know what? There's plenty of foot fetishists. <laughs> There's enough to go around. You do not need to attack each other. That's you right. Know, we, we build off each other. And this definitely, the last couple months for us as a podcast, has been a lot about um, you know building these mutual relationships and taking the time to build other entities, related entities, up and seeing it come back to ourselves in spades. Um, which is why I liked seeing you when I was going through your pages, kind of catching myself back up on you. I like to see how much collaborative work you do with other models. And I would say, yeah. and not I won't name names or, or want to try to put anyone down, but you seem to collaborate with people who are maybe at the level you're at, or maybe just starting, or maybe just, you know, not working. You, you don't care. You just, it, yeah. just good people. That's right. Uh, right. It's not like, oh, you're only going to collab with, you know, like somebody that's already established and quote unquote famous or whatever. So and I, I love that about you. And I, I think like you've actually helped pave the way because we, you know, like how Top was saying that there is women out there that um, have come into it kind of insecure and then it helps them get gain their confidence and their security and all this stuff. But you, people like you, women like you have paved the way. If you weren't out there taking these beautiful shots and doing this beautiful work and, you know, being positive in the community, um, then we, all the new people couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We wouldn't have that motivation. We wouldn't have that drive. We wouldn't, you know, we would just be scared. <laughs> so I love it. I'm just so, I'm just so glad you're here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, and yo, know, that just like hit me like right to the soul. Like, I really appreciate that. And like, I just want to spread light and love and I want people to, you know, want to make better content and want to do bigger things with their time than just, you know, creating average stuff, like make something so that you can remember it. So like literally, like when you're like 90, you can pull this shit out and be like, look, look at what I did, you know, like, look at what I did. Like literally, like I had no fear and I, and I went out and I did it and, you know, document that shit, document it, fuck it. You know, you like, you know, in, in 30 years, I might not be as beautiful as I am and I'll want to remember Right. To me now, you know. Hey, um, so so speaking of beautiful too, um, back to feet, because you know that's what we do. Um, what 
what is it about your feet that's the most the prettiest to you would you say um I like my soles um my soles are definitely um the prize of my feet because they're very soft they're very thick they're very nice I like the shape of them um because I have the super long second toe um uh, we're going to go back to the Morton's toe debate. The Morton's toe debate. Yeah. Some people really love that. And some people do not like that at all. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to um, say my husband has this, used to have this obsession for like tapered toes. Right. So he didn't like the long middle toe, but he the, yeah, he likes them when they're like kind of aligned, you know, yeah. but lately he's been drawn to women with a longer toe. So I just love how this fetish evolves, you know? Oh, absolutely. So now I'm making a little observation here. The Morton's toe is differently obvious on the two different sized feet. Are they? Let me see. So left foot is longer than the right foot. Is the Correct. right foot the smaller foot? The right foot's the smaller foot. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe it's just so it's this one's actually much longer on this side. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. But she's got the little the little balls of the toes. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like when you look at a sole from underneath, and you look at the toe, like kind of like the head of the toe. I if you're watching, then you can see. But if not, I can't. I'm doing an awful job at describing yeah, it. Yeah, I, well, I would call it like the pad of each toe. That's, yeah, I think and that's yeah. A good like super like little balls like little circles they are like, super fucking cute like i just want the little <laughs> scrumptious ones especially this like chubbiness on the fucking the little <laughs> pinky toe it's the like scrumptious. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. you you love yeah. your souls what um but what's the uh what's the consensus of the fan base what are they looking for? What do they look to you for? I'd say booty and souls. That's what they... That's your thing, the souls. That's that's my thing. It's the souls. Like, you know, because not everybody's into toes and not everybody's into long toe beds. Some people are into short toe beds. Some people like them polished. Some people like them jacked up. People like them dry, like them oiled, like them however it is. But souls are always a winner. Like... They're That's always true. a winner. Do you, um, have you found yourself that you, you like women's feet too? Oh, I have liked women's feet since I was like three. Literally. Okay. I remember have- being in the mall in Florida, you know, where women always have like their feet done and stuff. And I remember like literally staring at this woman's feet with beautiful red na- nail polish and beautiful sandals. And I just sat there in like amazement and like wanted to be her and like just loved how pretty her toes were. They were like perfect. Little square toenails. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love Put it. Off. Yeah. So because I mean, I didn't come into it like necessarily liking. I mean, I've always been attracted to toes. Like I like a very well pedicured to- uh, foot and um, you know, I just like dainty, pretty jeweled up feet and, and, but I didn't 
realize that I could look at somebody's picture now and go, holy shit, like that's fucking hot. Like I, and that's something new for me, like over the last couple of years that it's grown and developed. Um, and so now I, I'm, I've definitely sexualized women's feet. Like I'm not perv on the street going, oh my God, look at those toes, you know, like elbowing my husband and I'm like, oh my God, look at those toes. You know, I just want right. to Yeah. It's, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's evolved though. <laughs> yeah. So now I think of all of our, like a majority of our guests, I'm going to say like, can I guess top toes that like half of our guests that are women like other women's feet at this point? I would say even more than half have, have developed an appreciation. But uh, yeah, we do t- tend to find the actual female female foot fetishists, without a yes. doubt. She's got like cra- she's got like this kind of like crazy wrinkles on there too. Look at that. Like they go, they're like wrinkled differently than your average foot. I don't know how to explain it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sideways. And it may be the nylon, but I don't know. It could be. So are you, do you like, do you wear nylons regularly? I don't. I definitely don't. (laughs) They're not like uh, one of the more favorite things in my repertoire. Like they make me sweat very bad. So. I don't normally wear them like that. And plus, like, you know, I used to be forced to, to have to wear them. Like, my mom would, like, make me put on those control top shits. And it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I try to use the garter belt to put these things on, I am, like, sweating, about to pass out because, like, I can't ever get it to clip right. I don't know if, like, I'm just doing it wrong. But they're, like, not as easy as any movie or anything like that makes them look like right um i just posted something a couple days ago about um like how i look when i'm trying to put on uh, a garter belt because oh um, let me try this way let me try from behind underneath let me go like lift my leg and go all the way under let me try it's just not and so for a long time i was thinking like maybe it's because i'm a bigger girl and i just kind of get in my own way but I'm flexible, so I don't think that's it. I think, you know, I think the garter belts are just hard to fucking put on. And yeah. I know shit from this because a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? We just put them on. And I don't know if it's lack of fucking experience or what the fuck it is. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just not good at it either. But I, I love them. I do happen to like um, nylon, so... I like the feel of the the thigh hides, and I like the ones without, like these, without that latex piece, because that shit bites your legs and it doesn't work anyway. But that's um, big girl problems, girl. It's putting, it's literally putting the garter belt on is like the bane of my existence. Like I'm literally like, I'm making like the mascara face. I'm like twisted around, like fucking like having one side pulling up and pulling the stocking. I'm like putting it in between the little silicone or like the little other piece with the little button thing and like sliding the thing over and like I'm pulling on it and it just doesn't work and then like I'm I readjust and I fucking pull it over the side and I'm pulling it up and like I'm like sweating I'm like drooling I'm like just it's not like a sexy picture I'm like heaving like 
like heavy breaths like oh like literally like and then like literally like then I'm like pulling the leg up and I'm like coming this way and like I'm adjusting and I'm like pulling and it just does yeah. like and I go oh my god yes I got it I stand up in it on clips so then yeah. like we start this over again and it's literally like 15 minutes a leg I'm like and it's not like I can tell my boyfriend to do it because he doesn't understand how it works either like, so it's like <laughs> you have um, to have the really good stuff you can't be using little plastic stuff you got to be using like the metal stuff like stuff that they you know only certain companies make it like that that's not the yeah. cheap shit that's gonna break like off of amazon because like yeah. if you think you're gonna use the one with the plastic clips let me just tell you you're losing a garter you're losing it one way or another it's gonna be at the bottom or it's gonna be at the top don't use that amazon crap no you never works to- Hey, so um, we're um, just about short, we're running short on time here, but before we go, I did post a quick question on my, on my stories about uh, if anybody wanted to ask you anything and we got a few questions in. So can we answer those before we go? Of course. All right. So um, the, what is the longest amount of time you'd wear socks for an order? Um, anything over seven is like a hazard duty pay because then I risk like, you know, obviously the risk of getting like some type of fungus going. So, um, hazard pay has to be taken into account. (laughs) Um, let me see. What is your favorite sexual position? (laughs) See, it depends. So it depends on the penis. Um, my favorite sexual de- uh, position really does depend on the penis, shape of the penis, how long the penis is. Um, because every man, it's different. Um, my man now, I like it on my back. Um, the man before him, I like to be on top. Like, really okay. depends on penis. I guess, um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. And I never even thought about it that way. I mean, I always thought sexual position is sexual position. Um, and then somebody did ask foot scent description. Uh, um, so it is uh, a corn chip and vinegar with a hint of cheese. <laughs> corn chip, vinegar, hint of cheese. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And maybe a little popcorn smell in there. Yeah, I, I find like the, the girls that um, have the sweatiest kind of feet, um, they always have kind of a almost Swedish kind of popcorn-y smell to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then another one, and I would call it, I think this will be the last one. What is your favorite thing about being a famous foot model? <laughs> well, Okay. I don't consider myself famous. I'm OG. Um, I'm regular. You're published. Everybody, I'm published, but I don't consider myself famous. Like you know, like we're I'm 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 OG, but I'm not like it's not like I'm famous like worldwide. Like everybody, like I know, like I'm known, but like I just I don't know. I don't consider myself like a. I'm humble. and I fucking love that. I I love it so much. Because I'm, I'm you're established. 
Okay. Did I miss right? Yes, that's good. OG, yeah. First, famous, established, published, well-known. Still, what's your favorite thing about being, um, you know, a known foot model? Um, I really love um, getting my feet worshipped um, and getting the opportunity to meet so many people. Um, I really love collabing with any, like, you know, pretty much will collab with anybody um, as long as, as we can agree on like the artistic content. And I really like meeting people and getting to look at beautiful things and make beautiful images. I love that. Oh, that is a perfect way to end it on. I love it. I love that's a perfect perfect really sweet thing to end on you are amazing i'm i don't know top we could probably do a whole nother hour with stony for sure we, we could um, yeah, yeah it went so quick <laughs> it does it always it definitely always does especially with the fun ones yeah so uh, yeah definitely in lieu but, of asking you where we will just say we're gonna put all your links up on the the sh- the page links so that everyone can find you and know where to find these beautiful images and videos, et cetera. But we um, should, yeah. um, and that's yeah. going to be at the newly established ohthosetoes.com. Yeah. But we should give you a chance to give your plugins if you want. Are you, we didn't, cause we, we didn't even talk about that. No, yeah. no, we didn't give her a chance to plug anything. So plug away. Um, you guys can follow me, see all of my content at, um, at Harry underscore Twatter on IG, uh, the original Stony Baloney, Baloney actually spelled out. Um, also on IG, Peach16942 on Twitter. And if you want to see like, you know, all of me, you can uh, hit my OnlyFans up at stoner dash peach i saw you hesitate for half a second uh because you know the you can't say only fans but here you can say only fans you can say anything that you want so <laughs> do you have yeah. like like many clips or clips any clip store like that where you sell like pre-mades and stuff because i bet you have uh, awesome i do not i do not have like a many vids or like a, a clips for sale um I do a lot of more direct sale of my my clips, um, but I do have like pretty sick um, collection of shit. You, so you've got a well established <laughs> library of pre mades, but all for right. direct sale. Which you know, no, no offense for- to the people running many vids or clips for sale, but you know, you probably get a little more of what you paid for if the, uh-huh. if nobody's taking their cut. And Correct. your model's making more of what she uh, is due because no one's taking their cut. So it's probably better for everybody if you just That's engage correct. directly. Right. That's but don't forget, you don't do DMs. How do we... No, no, how, no. How, how do they reach out to you for content like that? Like, uh, they can hit, yeah, they can hit up my email, which uh, is still domsquad16942 at gmail.com. Um, oh, yeah, that was one of the I forgot. Yeah, Down Squad was one of your other pages. Yeah. you're doing a lot more collaboration work on Instagram. Well, uh, I wanted to turn that into a magazine and it be like more of a collaborative thing. And you know, before I could like wipe everything down to do 
all just collaborative pictures. Um, you know, boom, boom, right. shakalaka. That's a yeah. great idea. Idea. Um, There's so many out there. Like you know, we could get stories and stuff, and like, would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Top and I were um, playing around with an idea of a calendar, but we don't want it to be an Odo's Toast calendar, and I don't want it to be in any calendar. I want it to be like kind of a collab calendar where everybody kind of gets to show off their favorite picks and stuff like that. So you know we've all got great ideas we just got to work together on them that's right uh, hey but before one more thing before we go um harry twatter does that obviously it's a play on harry potter but are you a harry potter fan uh i am um but not like hardcore it was more of like i was watching four-year-old virgin and i was like that would be a dope name he's like when he's talking about the porn that you know he's dropping off to fucking steve Perel's character right. and <laughs> yeah i was like that would make a great ig name like that's actually funny so let's go with harry twatter i love it you have a great sense of humor i love it absolutely <laughs> all right guys um thank you thank you so much for for taking all this time for putting up with our trying to figure out our zoom shit in the beginning <laughs> No, it's fine. You're not it's supposed fine. to tell the audience that we have trouble sometimes. Well, that was I think they know. It's the human world. We it is the human it. world. So thank you for putting up with the technical difficulties. Thank you for putting up with your broken tailbone. And just oh thank you for being God. here and yeah. bringing everything you've brought to the show. You've been great. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have like a wonderful fucking holiday. Oh, oh. you too. So thank you again to all of our listeners, viewers, and subscribers. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Stoney as much as we did. And for those who are masturbating. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go, no, no, go ahead. Because that, that, that's the end. Friends, she's fucking hot. <laughs> moo, baby, well, moo. com will have all those links uh, for you. And for those of you masturbating to our voices, Annie's feet, Stoney's feet, tongue, cow fetish, whatever reason you've been doing it, you're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye.